What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. beautiful souls. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Yandra Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to all of my OG listeners, y'all know the vibes, okay? Hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Faith. My loves, today we finally, finally, finally have the episode where I'm chatting all about balancing a nine to five while making content and building a business and doing all of the things. And yeah, I'm very excited for this one. I know I did this episode a while back or I did a version of this episode a while back. And in that one, I was on video. That one's up on my YouTube. I kind of show y'all a little bit of like my content calendar. We talk about balance a little bit and we get into that conversation over there. But in this episode, I want to offer more details. So we're going to be diving into what I do for my nine to five, the balance aspect of things, outsourcing, time blocking, the planner that I'm working on and a little bit more. So this is basically that conversation, but a bit more in depth. I find that whenever I record podcast episodes, the ones that I record when it's just audio and I'm just sitting in front of my mic at my computer and talking to y'all, I honestly feel way more connected. I feel way more able to be open and able to be very like vulnerable and transparent. Not that I can't do that on video, but there's something about just having an audio first and audio only experience. I know we're in the era of like video podcasts and that's the hot thing. And, you know, I do feel some pressure to do that and participate in that. But I think that I want to do that when feels aligned and when it actually can work for me when I have time to do that versus doing it for the sake of doing it. So in this episode, obviously audio only, we're going to kind of get into all of the things that I mentioned. And hopefully this episode serves to either help y'all better understand, I guess, like how I balance things or even me using that word, we'll get into how I feel about that word because I don't know if I would necessarily call it balance but yeah hopefully y'all enjoy this one so if you are ready to dive in I don't really have much of an intro today for y'all unfortunately it's like one of those gloomy days here I'm recording this before I have a meeting I literally have a meeting in half an hour so I probably will only get through a little bit of this episode before I have to jump and prep for that meeting this is part of that balance that we're talking about y'all so um let's just go ahead and dive into that grab your beverage of choice Um, 
I am sitting here drinking a latte. Actually, I'm almost done with this latte. I've been actually getting blonde roast at Starbucks. Actually, I haven't been to Starbucks in a minute. I know I talked about this in a previous episode where I was like, you know, I fell into this like pattern of going to Starbucks a ton for some reason. And it was something where it became a habit. Like I would go to the gym and then I would go to the Starbucks that's like right by the gym or I'd go to the Dunkin' right by the gym after. And I was like, I need to cut that shit out because it is one, it's draining a bunch of money that does not need to be drained for me going to Starbucks when I have a whole good ass Nespresso in my house. And two, it's just, it's unnecessary. Okay. It's unnecessary. So I haven't been to Starbucks in a minute because I've been making my coffees at home um, recently, just doing my like little caramel ice latte situation with my Nespresso pods. But today I had to go to Target and I was like, you know what? I haven't been here in a minute. So let's go to Starbucks. And I got a latte. I got it with the blonde roast, like the blonde roast shots. And then I had them put sugar-free vanilla and white chocolate in it. And it was really, really good. So if y'all are looking for something new to try at Starbucks, the blonde roast is really good. It is like, I guess like a lighter flavor. I'm not a coffee enthusiast by any means. So I don't really know the, the proper terms to describe the flavors of these things, but obviously it's not a dark roast. So I feel like the flavors are less potent, but what's wild is I came home and then I brewed a shot of espresso from my Nespresso machine um, and put it in the coffee because sometimes I feel like the blonde roast, it's so light tasting that it ends up just tasting like milk like more milky than it does coffee and I actually do like the taste of espresso and I put still like a lot of like sugar and caramels and stuff in my coffee but I do like kind of that you know punchy taste behind the the milky part of the latte if that makes sense so um, anyways grab yourself your beverage of choice uh, a little snack a little snacky snack if you want to get a little snack and let's go ahead and dive into today's episode chatting about all the things balance or lack thereof I don't know every time I try to do this accent it's just it's not it's just not giving it's just not giving at all okay so let's dive into the first part and this is about my nine to five I've alluded to my nine to five a couple of times before on the show I don't really get into it a ton like if y'all really were like looking for tea like everyone's on LinkedIn at this point okay you could find me on LinkedIn and you could see what I do for work but I do social or I work in social media rather I work in marketing so I'm the director of social media and brand engagement at a media company and the way that I describe this media company to anyone who's unfamiliar with it is it's kind of like Condé Nast Traveler if you're familiar with Condé Nast Traveler or if you're familiar with like BuzzFeed those media companies it's similar to that right so we produce content that's in the travel field the travel media field so we have articles on our site we do video Video. Uh, we have branded campaigns where we work with destination marketing organizations. So like cities and states for their marketing campaigns, you know, when cities and states are trying to get more visitors or tourists to come to that specific location in order to help the economy just kind of drive more traffic in that area. We work with them. We work with hotels. We work with airlines, that kind of thing. So travel media space, you know, it's really cool working in travel media space you don't know, I have a, a background in uh, travel. I used to work at TripAdvisor for a little bit. And then I've also had background doing marketing and other organizations. So I worked at Duncan for a bit as well. I've worked in influencer marketing agencies. So I just have like ever since I've come out of grad school, I've worked in marketing, worked on the, the influencer side, then worked um, on just like the brand side, but more so social media and like organic social media. So if you are familiar with, so or let me just explain it as if you're not familiar, okay? Just because some a lot of people might not be familiar but in social media and marketing, there's organic and there's paid and paid is kind of the, you know, the stuff where you're seeing the ads or you're seeing these uh, campaigns where they have money behind it. I tend to work more on the organic side. So my team is more so responsible for the things that have to do with organic marketing of our brand of our business, our company, and all the other things. And there are times when I actually 
have dabbled a bit in paid. Like right now, I'm responsible for running this paid marketing campaign on LinkedIn. So, you know, I had to like learn a bit about that just to kind of make sure that I was setting it up correctly and optimizing it correctly. But for the most part, I'm dealing with organic. So like I said, I'm the director of social media and brand engagement at this company. So I manage our social media team. And um, on my team, we have people that are responsible for posting the content. We have some editors on my team. Uh, email marketing also falls under my team. So any of the emails that are going out, I work with like the email marketing strategist on the team as well. We have a YouTube strategist on my team because YouTube is also now under my umbrella as well. So it's a lot of different things and a lot of moving parts on a day-to-day basis. I think that, you know, when it comes to social media, things are always moving incredibly quickly and there's just always something new to learn and something new to do. And that's just is the nature of my job and the nature of my day-to-day at my nine to five. So overseeing the team, again, there's a lot going on. We actually have a lot of different social media profiles. We're really big on TikTok. We have several different TikTok accounts. So, you know, I'm overseeing the team that's posting the content, that's sourcing the content, that's editing the content. Um, we're also working alongside the other teams at my company. So there's a team that's responsible for like a lot of the branded pieces. So again, the pieces that are Uh, whenever we're working with DMOs or other organizations to create content for them or anything like that, those kind of campaigns where we're collaborating with that team. There's a team that writes all the articles on the website. So we're collaborating with them as well for different things whenever, you know, those pieces have to go up on Facebook or whenever those pieces are being featured in our emails, things like that. So just a lot of different, like I said, moving parts, a lot of different things. And I kind of want to talk about how I got this job as well. I didn't really give myself credit for this and for the role that I'm in for a long time. And I think going to the leadership retreat in March kind of kind of opened my eyes up to the fact that I am incredibly blessed and also incredibly talented and hardworking to be able to be in a director level position at my age. You know, a company is smaller, right? So this isn't like a really big organization like TripAdvisor or Duncan or anything like that. So at those organizations, there are more levels to get to director level or VP or, you know, obviously C-suite and things like that. So it is kind of more of an upward climb to get there. At the company that I'm at, it's much smaller. But still, being in the position that I'm in, it's... It's something that, again, for a long time, I didn't give myself the credit and didn't give myself the acknowledgement of being where I am at the age that I am and doing the things that I do. And I kind of had to recently like sit with that and be like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm actually doing some shit out here. Like I actually am. So let's talk about how I actually got here because I think that's a piece that if you're interested in marketing or if you're interested in this industry like social media and not necessarily wanting to be an influencer but really wanting to work in social media in a nine to five capacity role um here's how i got here About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. 
I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. I went to grad school for marketing and advertising. I actually majored in psychology. Well, I double majored in psychology and sociology for undergrad. And when it came time to think about next steps, I was in this place where I thought I want to become a clinical psychologist. Like that was what I thought I wanted to do. And honestly, still like that is... I, I've never lost sight of that dream. I don't think it's, I, I don't think I'm going to do it anymore, but it's always been something I've been interested in. So I was at the space where I was applying or ready to apply to grad schools, but I also had this blog at the time, DeandraNicolette.com. And I actually was on YouTube at the time too. And I remember like writing articles and, you know, I had an email list and I, I was doing all these different things that literally was marketing and advertising for my blog and for my content. And I remember being really interested in it and being like, damn, I I wish I had time in college to like really study this. Like I never studied it because my plate was so full with psych and sociology and all the other things that I was trying out that I never had the chance to really dive into marketing and advertising in college. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to apply to grad school for marketing and advertising. So I applied, I believe I applied to three different things. One of which was actually a psychology program. I forget the school that it was, but it was this psychology program where if I went into that, it would be like a mark, uh, not a marketing, it would be a master's and then a PhD program rolled into one. So that was one option. I applied to Emerson College for marketing and advertising as a, uh, it was an accelerated program. So it was about a year and a half instead of being like a two-year program. And then I applied to BU and I went to BU for undergrad. So applying to BU for grad school was definitely a given. BU is an amazing school. Like I, I love it so much and I loved it so much. and I still do love it so much. So I applied to BU as well. Got into all three and then it was kind of like down to decision-making. So the BU program was pretty expensive. BU is a, a pretty pricey school. When I went for undergrad, I had a full scholarship. So, you know, it, it wasn't an issue financially, but for grad school, it would have been a lot more. Um, that program also had a really cool component where I would be in school in London for part of the program. So it was a bit more pricey. Emerson, I got more scholarships. It was accelerated. So it would eventually, it would essentially cost less in the long run. And then there was the psychology program, right? Which was completely different than any of the other things. I'd be in school for like five years getting my doctorate. So I ended up going with the program at Emerson, ended up doing that whole degree, uh, graduated, came out of school, and I was working in influencer marketing. I was at an influencer marketing agency. I talk about this so, so much in so many episodes. That job was absolute hell. It was... The, the environment itself was toxic. The job itself was actually pretty cool. Like working with influencers on the, the influencer agency side was really cool. But the job like or the environment itself was incredibly, incredibly toxic. So that ended. I'm trying to I feel like I'm I should have pulled up my resume for this because <laughs> I didn't realize I was gonna be going so in depth with this. But where I got into TripAdvisor was I went through an agency. Like y'all know those agencies where they help you find a job and it's like you're technically working for the agency, but they place you at different companies. So I went through a company like that and I was able to get the job at TripAdvisor. And it was actually as a, I believe it was like a social media coordinator. And I came into that job and it was amazing. I loved working there so, so much. And working there, I think, really solidified a lot of things for my resume personally, because one, it was a well-known company. Two, I was working alongside the director there, who was the director of marketing and social media, and literally working alongside the social media manager. And I had a lot of exposure to different things on like this higher level when it came to marketing and social media. So I was working on like major campaigns, major releases, like really cool stuff and got to see that behind the scenes and having that on my resume honestly paved the way for a lot of other things. When it comes to career, I think the big thing is like 
getting your foot in the door. I feel like once you get your foot in the door at a company that is either well-known or incredibly respected in your industry, it sets you up in a place where you kind of have more options or not even kind of like you definitely have more options when it comes to where you want to go next. So I would say if you're struggling to get your foot in the door directly at the companies themselves, because sometimes that can be really hard unless you know someone or you're referred to, referred to the job by someone, go through those agencies, like the agencies where they're like, you know, it's like, a, I think they're technically called like temp agencies and not all of the job are temp jobs. Some of them, like you end up going in as a temp person and and then you end up getting a full-time offer. So for a lot of those agencies, like they're working with these big name companies, but it'll be like someone's going on maternity leave or someone's going on sabbatical for a little bit. So they need someone to fill the job for like five months or six months. And you might be thinking, okay, I want like a full-time job at this company. I don't want to be there for just five months, but get your foot in the door. Like you can literally make connections when you're there. You can show them how amazing you are at your job. You can even see, is it a good fit for me? Cause you might be thinking, oh, I really want to work at XYZ company. And girl, you get in there and it's not giving what you thought it would have gave. Okay. So it, I would say don't sleep on those opportunities because they honestly are like setting you up for really good things. Even if you go put on your resume that you were at that company for like five months and obviously, you know, explaining that it was like a temporary situation, whatever, like that gives you so much um, so much like leverage when it comes to your resume and going to other places next. So after TripAdvisor, I ended up at Dunkin' for a little bit. And Dunkin' was, it was really cool working at Dunkin'. Obviously, I go to Dunkin' all the time. So, you know, working at a company like that, that I just had so much, not even like experience, but exposure to like growing up in Boston. And, you know, they say American runs on Dunkin'. No, New England runs on Dunkin'. Like it's everywhere in New England. You go everywhere else in country I feel like you don't see it as much but that was a really cool experience it was incredibly corporate though and it was something that I wasn't necessarily expecting funny enough TripAdvisor wasn't as corporate I feel like corporate feeling to me as Duncan was and so it wasn't a good fit for me and that's why I say sometimes it is gets like go you know temporarily work at these companies and see what the vibe is because you might think it's going to be one thing and it turns out to be another Long story short, I went back to TripAdvisor for a little bit right before COVID happened. So I left Duncan, go back to TripAdvisor. I'm there in a completely different uh, department, actually, working with different people. And then COVID happened. And I got laid off because travel was hit, you know, incredibly hard as an industry during COVID. And so this was around the time that I was like, going to move to New Jersey. I was like, okay, you know, me and my partner at the time, we were going to move, I think, around April. We pushed that back until June because it got to the point where it was like, okay, COVID is like crazy right now. I was laid off. He was like working less hours. It was like a whole bunch of stuff going on. So we pushed off our move. We ended up still moving in June. At the time, I still technically didn't have a job, but I'd started freelancing. So I'd started freelancing right when I got laid off because I was just like, okay, what can I do? How can I make money. Um, I was getting unemployment at the time, but like that wasn't like, and it was working because I was like at home and wasn't paying rent, but I was like, okay, if I'm going to be paying rent in the next couple of months, like this is not like, I need more money. So I started freelancing and I was able to grow the freelancing business. Like I was doing social media marketing, social media strategy, uh, management for small businesses. And so that's what I was doing up until November 2020. I was actually in this Facebook group and I saw someone post about this job and it was literally the job that I have now. And I remember thinking like, oh, I'll apply to it. Like, I don't even know what made me want to apply to it because I was actually making good money freelancing. I was able, able to cover my bills, able to save, do all the things that I want to do. Like y'all know, y'all know the vibes. Okay. So I ended up applying to this job. I get the job. And then Basically, you know, I've, I've been here ever since. I've been in my role ever since. I think when I got the job, for me, it was kind of like, okay, I'll have to offboard some of these clients because I was working with a lot of different clients at the time. And I was at this crossroads where I was like, okay, if I want to take this to the next level, I essentially would be building a social media agency. That was kind of the next level for me. It was like, okay, I'm working with these clients. It's going well, but next level, who is calling me? I don't know this number. I've been getting so many random calls from random numbers. And like, I'm so close to changing my phone number because I don't need to be harassed. <laughs> like I do not need to be harassed by these spam phone numbers. Anywho, I was at this crossroads where I was trying to decide, you know, do I want to build an agency? What, like wh what else would I do, right? And I think 
coming across this job for me, it was kind of like, okay, I don't think I want to build an agency. I don't think I, I, it's one of those things where when you know you're good at something, you're like, I could turn this into something, but do I want it to actually be that way? Do I want to build that type of life for myself? And I didn't. So I ended up taking the job that I have now. It was completely remote. And so y'all know the rest of the story. I moved to Dallas. You know, I've still been working with the company. I grew my team and I came on to the company. All of the people, pretty much all of the people that are on my team now weren't here. So I hired, I would say pretty much everyone except for one person, I, would, I think, or two people. Everyone else I hired and brought on to build the team to where it is today. And we're still, we're still growing. They're still actually in the process of hiring for another editor as we speak because we need another editor on the team. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. I wanted to share that because I've never really talked about it in depth. I've always downplayed my story. And I remember chatting with someone the other day and they were like, oh, wow, like you are in this position at this age. And like, that's kind of where I would like to be when I'm your age. And I thought, Maybe there are some of y'all that are listening that either want to get into marketing and maybe you're in college or you're thinking about applying to like your first job or you're thinking about switching careers and you kind of want more information on how to actually get into this field. So hopefully that piece of the story kind of helps you understand that bit of it. Because I do think that, you know, like I said, working at the temporary agencies, you know, finding any way that you can to get your foot in the door at these places is really, really important because it sets you up. Because when I came into this job, my strong background in travel was essential. My strong background working on multi-million dollar campaigns at larger companies made me stand out. It was kind of like, okay, this is the thing. I also made a deck. I love making decks. <laughs> so that was another thing I did to stand out from the crowd. I don't know if anyone else made a deck, but I, I made a deck and I created an entire social media and marketing strategy, like a proposal of what we would do if I were to be leading this team, like how we would take things to the next level. And, you know, it's crazy. I went back to look at that deck the other day and so many of the things that I proposed in there, we have surpassed those goals and blown them out of the water. It's insane. Like we, like, I'm just so grateful again to be at this company, be in this position, to have it be a remote job, to work with such an amazing team, to be able to like do things that I'm really good at, but also things that challenge me on a daily basis. So I kind of want to switch gears now and get into the balance piece of it. I get this question sometimes in the DMs and people are like, you know, when I do my dailies and I show y'all like what I'm doing all day, if you don't see me on Instagram, you know, during the day, it's, it's nine times out of 10, it's because I'm in meetings all day <laughs> or nine times out of 10 because I'm sat here at my desk just working. Like that's literally what it is. And so I've gotten questions of like, okay, either people not realizing that I had a nine to five and being 
being like, oh, wait, like you have a, a job? Like, what, how do you, how do you do um, the podcast and then also do Instagram and then do your job? And not to say that I do the absolute most when it comes to content. Like I know there are people that are putting out way more pieces of content, doing way more. So this is not, you know, to say that I'm doing the absolute most, but this is to say that I am in a pretty demanding job and still doing all of these things. And the biggest thing I would say is that I, I struggle with balance. Like if I'm being completely honest and I've said this in the other episode, balance, like true balance, true work, life, social, you know, personal health, wellness, mental health balance does not exist in my life. <laughs> it does not exist. I'm sorry. And maybe other people are finding it easier to balance, but it does not exist in my life. And there are days or weeks or even months at a time where I feel like I'm killing it at my nine to five. I feel like I'm doing so well over there. And then the podcast, I feel like I'm slipping up. There are days when I'm like, damn, all of this stuff I got to do for the podcast or all this stuff I got to do for my nine to five and I haven't gotten to it. And like true balance is not a thing. Right now, my inbox for my nine to five is overflowing. It's overflowing. If I take time off, if I ever take a couple of days off, I come back and it's like, I swear to you, it feels like it's weeks that I'm playing catch up to get back to everyone of things that are missing. If, you know, I'm working on content for Manifestaly, like this is why I don't film on video because like it takes lo- it takes double the amount of time, if not triple the amount of time. And so with the limited time that I have right now, like it's not a thing. It's like, okay, I might want to do it, but it's like, what time do I have on my hands? When am I going to sleep? When am I going to actually sleep? So balance isn't really a thing. And I always talk about too, like, I don't really have much of a social life. Like I got on a call with someone the other day who wanted to start a podcast and she's also working a nine to five. And so she, we were talking about like this and she's like, well, how, like, when do you find time to do X, Y, and Z? And I was like, to be quite honest with you, I don't have the most pop in social life, but that is a sacrifice that I'm absolutely okay making. Like I have a really good friend here. I have a couple other friends that I'm like making here. Like this weekend, I'm going out to grab dinner and drinks with a friend. I'm also going on a date. And then I'm also hanging out with another friend, but this is like a very social weekend. Like most weekends, it's like I might do one or two things with somebody possibly. And then like the rest of the time, I'm spending it either writing some like doing some research for a podcast episode doing things around the house trying to keep up with my home trying to keep up with cleaning my house like doing all these things or I am resting because I'm so drained I'm so exhausted that I'm like I simply do not have the energy to do anything else I say that because I just want to be very transparent about this. I think I think there are ways to find more balance. You know, we talk about things like outsourcing. I am not at that place. And to be quite, I keep saying to be quite honest, like yeah, this, this entire thing is honest, but I'm saying when we talk about outsourcing, I struggle with that for a couple of different reasons. So one, right now I'm doing everything for Manifest Daily because I was asked this recently too, like, oh, do you use an editor? Like I use, I ha- I hired an editor for like one episode recently. At this point, it's not a continuous thing. I record everything myself. I edit everything myself. I do the social media graphics. I schedule the posts. I write the emails. I send the emails. I schedule, I do the um, some of the pitching for brands, all of this stuff, the guest scheduling, the guest pitching, the communicate, like I'm doing it by myself. It's not exactly the smartest decision, but it is the one that I have to kind of do right now. Because the other piece of this is that when we talk about outsourcing, you got to pay for that, right? You got to pay for that. And to be quite honest with you, I don't make all this money from the podcast to be paying for consistent help. That that's just simply where it's at right now. So yeah, I could go into like my nine to five money, but I'm also, I have other financial goals that I'm trying to work towards right now that, that if I were to take money out of like my nine to five money to put into an editor would take away from another financial goal that I'm really working hard on. So again, it comes down to sacrifices. What am I willing to sacrifice? What am I willing to pay for or not pay for? What can I pay for or not pay for? Because again, I, I want to make sure that if I'm outsourcing things and, and, and paying for help, that I'm paying for quality help, that I'm paying for, you know, consistent help. And it's just, it's become this thing where I, I know I need help and I know that I can't keep pushing myself to this limit that I'm at 
because it's I I get really stressed. Like this entire year of 2023 has been really it's been really good in terms of the opportunities and the things and like the vision that I have and like all the things I'm excited about creating that are coming. But it's also been an incredibly stressful year because of the fact that things at work have just like like the dial has been turned up exponentially with the things that work. So I was busy before, but now, now I'm like, there are days like yesterday, for example, I was in back to back to back meetings until 4.30. Between 4.30 and 5 was when I had a chance to eat my lunch and then I had a call at 5. So <laughs> it was busy before. But baby, I don't know what what's going on these days, but it's a different type of like time commitment. So I'm struggling with what what that looks like for me right now. Like how do I actually continue to create consistently, continue to bring quality content, continue to do the things that I do, build manifestly to what I want it to be while also making sure that I'm doing my nine to five job and I'm doing that well because I need my job. <laughs> I need my job. I told y'all the podcast not paying for me to outsource it. So it's damn, damn near not, or not damn near. It's it's definitely not paying for my rent. It's definitely not paying for my car. It's definitely not paying for my car insurance, for my health insurance. <laughs> like all of this stuff costs money. The outsourcing question is like, it's a complicated one because yeah, like, oh yeah, outsourcing, it sounds it's easy enough, right? It sounds like it makes the most sense and it absolutely does. But it's like, what does that mean financially? And what does that look like? Because you have to pay for outsourcing. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. So I hope that last section didn't come off incredibly negative or complainy or whiny. That was definitely not my intention. So I hope y'all are getting the vibes that I'm putting out, the vibes I'm putting out, I'm definitely incredibly grateful for the job that I have, for the fact that I'm able to have any amount of time or freedom to work on something that I am passionate about and that I am incredibly excited to grow and continue to develop because that is a big thing for me. It's definitely amazing and it's something to be grateful for but at the same time I also have to acknowledge the other side of it right and so when we talk about you know duality or when we talk about you know things being black and white we we talk about how it's not black and white right I can feel grateful I can feel you know absolutely um blessed to be in the position that I'm in while also feeling like I'm consistently stressed and I have to figure out the ways in which I can better balance things in my life. So I talked about this in that previous episode again, the time blocking. This is my 
biggest thing. This is the thing that helps me a ton. So time blocking is basically when I go into my calendar on Google Calendar and I block off chunks of time and I write in my calendar what I'm going to be doing in those chunks of time. This is something that's really helpful for me because one, even though it seems incredibly rigid and it's like, okay, 10 to 11, I'll be recording this and 11 to 12, I'm going to do this. It's really nice because I can move things around. I can shuffle things around. It allows me to kind of see from a high level what my day is going to look like. I color code my time block. So everything from my nine to five job is in purple. I have manifestalia in a different color. I have my social life in a different color. I have meals in a different color. I have what I call life things. So when I have to, you know, go run to the post office or go take my car to get inspected or go to Target, I put that in a different color. And again, this is not to be super it sounds incredibly type A and I mean I guess it kind of is but at the same time there is a ton of flexibility built into this method because I understand that you know if I say 10 to 11 for the car registration and I go and it takes me until 11 30 I can shuffle things around in order to make everything work the only things I typically can't shuffle around and that are incredibly rigid are my meetings for work so when I look at my calendar from a high level on a weekly basis and a day-to-day basis everything that I see in purple for my nine to five for the most but if it's a meeting I don't move it sometimes I do depending on what the meeting is and who I'm meeting with and if there is an opportunity to move it but time blocking is also really helpful because what I do from there is I go through every single Sunday night and I make my time blocks for the week again I don't often know every single thing that's going to come up during the week but from a high level I can say okay I know I have these meetings or I know I need to record this podcast episode or I know I need to spend some time in my inbox you know getting the email down or I know I need to call this person or do this thing and I put those in as the week goes on I go into my calendar and I can add things on a day-to-day basis of what needs to get done and from there I'm able to look at my calendar on a high level and say okay I have all of these things that need to get done and then I can take that and write out my to-do list for the day I can break down specific tasks it's almost like reiterating what's on my calendar onto my notepad for my to-do list but I've found that that's the easiest way for me to truly understand what are the priority tasks in my day that need to get done and truly understand what are the things that can wait and when I go through the day I often find that things end up taking me a lot longer usually when it comes to the podcast or when it comes to certain content creation things it takes me a lot longer than I often allocate time for in my calendar to do so I've learned to allocate more time to those things and to try to do them on certain days where I don't have a ton of meetings or anything like that another piece to this is that I do work on the show during the work day now this is with an incredibly huge caveat to say I get my nine to five work done because I need my nine to five, okay? I'm not risking my job. I'm not out here trying to do a bad job at my job. But what I do is I try to build things into my day. So I often go to the gym in the morning. I'll come back from the gym and I will typically work on nine to five things. Sometimes around lunchtime or middle of the day, I'll work on some manifest daily things. I'll go back to working on nine to five things. And then in the evening, I'll work on some manifest daily things. And then in the later evening, if I have more nine to five work, I work on that. So it's kind of like going back and forth between the things, which can be hard on some days because it kind of requires me to like switch mentally what I'm working on. I know there's been some research done on that about like switching your tasks or switching what you're focusing on and how that can slow you down. I definitely do understand that and I definitely do recognize that, but I've also found that because of the way my schedule is and my nine to five is that that is right now the best way that I can incorporate getting everything done during the day I can't just say okay I'm gonna work until 2 p.m and then 2 p.m I'm gonna do all manifest daily things because I still have nine five work people are still on I'm messaging with people I'm emailing people I'm hopping on meetings I'm hopping on calls so the easiest way is for me to kind of sprinkle things and that is one thing I do another thing that I found is that some mornings if I am not going to the gym I will wake up early 
and just work on content. So I might get up early, like let's say seven o'clock or eight o'clock on a regular weekday, not go to the gym and be like, okay, eight to 9 a.m. I'm gonna record a podcast episode. So I get it done before the workday starts. That way once you know emails start rolling in, people start hitting me up for things, I have already done the content piece for the day and now I can focus on my nine to five. Another thing that I do in my calendar is I have only blocked off uh, Wednesday for guest calls. There are some exceptions to this. There are some guests where they simply can't do a Wednesday and we have to find another day. But for the most part, I know that Wednesdays are my guest recording days and specifically around lunchtime. So I block this off in my calendar and I do it in a way where I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm honestly so tired of these random numbers hitting me up. Like, what is going on? Who is selling my phone number on the internet? Rude. But another thing I will do is just have the guest episodes recorded with guests on a certain day, Wednesday, around a certain time, lunchtime. That makes it so much easier for me because it's in the middle of the week. So say for some reason, if I have fallen behind on sending my guest briefs, I always send briefs before my episode. That's something I've always done um, and something that I think you know well I feel like it used to be more unique I never used to get briefs when I was doing going on other people's shows and stuff like that um and I used to send them and people would be like oh my god like what is this and I'm like it's it's a brief um but I usually have time to work on them earlier in the week so for example I have a guest on Wednesday and I haven't sent them anything yet you know when the week starts on Monday I still have time to send that over before our Wednesday recording so having a middle of the week recording I found fits my schedule the best because it's the best day for me that's taken some trial and error to get to this place to arrive here and say okay Wednesday is a day that works best for me but again a lot of this has been me trying out different things you know trying out different schedules trying out different ways of filming or recording or doing things recognizing where I simply don't have enough energy to give to a specific task or a way of doing something and pulling back where I need to if you are someone that's balancing a lot of different things in your life whether that be content creation or a nine to five or maybe it's school and a nine to five or maybe it's school and a nine to five and a part-time or a child or a business like whatever that looks like to you I think recognizing where you simply do not have enough energy to give to something and recognizing where you can simplify your process is going to save you is going to help you I have so many ideas and so many things that I often want to do, but I have to remind myself I am one person until I can consistently outsource, until I'm at a place where I can devote more time, more energy, more effort to doing certain things. I simply have to remove something from my plate before I'm able to add something else on. That's just the way it, it is now. It's like, okay, I have, you know, I have, I know what I have on my plate. So like the podcast is there, you know, I've been doing a couple of YouTube YouTube videos here and there but even then I'm not holding myself to this incredibly rigid schedule so that's that Instagram is there as well and like I'll do my newsletter again not to this rigid schedule anymore and I've had to give myself grace with that and I think when it comes to balancing all of the things ask yourself like where can I realistically show up consistently on a schedule and where am I going to just have to commit to showing up consistently, but perhaps not on a weekly schedule or perhaps not on a daily schedule? Maybe if you're going to decide to create content and you're going to school and you're doing your nine to five, maybe instead of being on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube shorts and, and reels and podcasts and everything, you say, I'm going to only commit to this thing and I can only do it every two weeks and that's it. Give yourself that grace just because every single person or it seems like every single person is showing up in all the places all the time doing all the things doesn't mean that you have to. I mean sometimes I feel like going on social media and seeing so much noise, seeing so much content, seeing people talking about you know how much money they're making and how much how they grew to a hundred thousand followers and under a year and how they started this business two years ago and now they're a multimillionaire and, and seeing all these things it is noisy it's noisy and it's distracting 
I've always said this, mind your business, <laughs> mind your business. That person, their bank account, their follower, their insights or this or that, whatever, that's not any of your business. If it's simply going to make you feel as if you have to overextend yourself in order to keep up with the Joneses, leave that shit alone, leave it alone. Unfollow, mute, get off, close the app, delete the app, do whatever you need to do to save yourself your peace that is the biggest thing because I feel like the minute you start to look at other people the minute you start to compare what other people are doing you start to think oh my god they're doing it and they're doing it with such grace you start to lose sight of your own path and your own journey mind your damn business that that person what they doing that's none of your business that's none of your business I have to tell myself that and the reason that I chose to re-record this episode and chose to tell y'all all of this again it wasn't to sound complainy or to whine I'm choosing to, to be I'm choosing to do these things okay I'm choosing it right but I want to explain what the consequences of my choices are because I don't want anyone to think oh my gosh Deandra is doing this at her nine to five and she's doing she's showing she's doing all this and she's on and she's not tired no baby I'm tired I'm tired. This entire last week, I've had to take some edibles before bed to help me sleep because I go to bed and I'm so stressed that I can't fall asleep. And that's not the norm all the time. I mean, it happens to me from time to time. It's just that this has been an incredibly stressful month in and of itself, or I'm recording this at the end of March, the very end of March. So this March has been an incredibly stressful month. But I want you to understand that some of the people that you're looking at online who are, you know, they're seeming to be this amazing mom who's doing it all and working and also making content. And you're like, oh, my God, how is she doing it? How is she doing all the things, showing up for her kid and like showing up for her job and showing up for her con- you don't know what's behind the scenes. Maybe she has a nanny. Maybe she has cleaners for her house. Maybe her partner is helping her. Maybe her parents are helping her. That's the other thing. And so I have to remember that because even when it comes to like finances and stuff, sometimes I like get so hard on myself of like why I'm not able to save as much. I spend a lot of money. I only lie to you. I'll spend a lot of money. That's, that's one of the things. Okay. That's a factor in it. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. But then I also have to remember that a lot of people that I tend to compare myself and my journey to, they have partners. If you're in a household and you were splitting rent and you were splitting the car payment and you were splitting the electricity and the gas and the water with someone and you're on someone's health insurance, like that's a privilege. That's a privilege. So we all have different privileges. So if that's your situation, you have a privilege in that way that other people don't have because 
I'm doing it all on my own. I don't have someone who's helping with rent. I don't have someone who's helping with car payment, right? So when I'm comparing myself to people who seem to be in a different place than I am, possibly financially or with their time, I also have to remember, well, they have an upper hand and advantage in this way. In the same way that someone might look at me and say, girl, you work remotely. You have the upper hand in terms of you work from home. You you have, you don't have a commute. You don't have, the, and you're right. And you're right. So it's about acknowledging where you have privileges and where you also have places where you have to give yourself grace for the things that you simply cannot help about your situation. I can't help that I don't have someone to split things with financially. So what can I then give myself grace with when it comes to my money and when it comes to what I'm able to afford on my own? Time blocking, simplifying your plate. What can you remove? What can you get rid of? If you want to add something on, oh, by all means, add it on. But what can you remove? Because you can't have a full plate talking about you stressed and you tired and you this and you that and then try to add something else on I have a tendency to try to do that shit I tried to do that the other day I told my friend I was going to do um I was going to join this networking group and he was like Deandra <laughs> with all the things that you were doing do you really think you have time to join a networking group and be out here networking with these people and, and having dinners and going to and I say I said, you right. <laughs> I said, you are very right. So be for real with yourself. Like what, what do you have time for? And then also, what are you willing to sacrifice? Because if you want to build a business, if you want to be, you know, this amazing person at your job and get that promotion, if you want to, you know, whatever, if you want to write a book, girl, I don't know what you want to do. Whatever you want to do, what do you need to sacrifice? And I know that sounds incredibly, well, maybe it doesn't sound incredibly. For some people, they might say it sounds limiting. It sounds like we need to be expanded. We need to, we do. But you also have to remember that part of expansion, part of self-development, part of evolution and growth is discipline, is understanding where you need to be more disciplined, where you need to be more consistent, where you need to lean into certain things and lean out of certain things. And that can be a hard conversation to have with yourself. I still, like I said, I have a social life, but it's just not this popping crazy social life. But guess what? That works for me because I'm a loner most of the times anyway. So it works for me, right? For me, I'm not willing to sacrifice my apartment. My apartment, I could get an apartment and probably pay a thousand dollars less in rent and live in a smaller place in an okay place. It's the South. I can get a cheaper apartment, but I don't want to sacrifice where I live. I don't want to sacrifice my neighborhood. I don't want to sacrifice the type of apartment that I have. And so for me, that means sacrificing financially in other areas. It's about figuring out what you're willing to spend your money and your time on and where you have to cut back in order to gain more in certain areas. So the next piece of this is the planner. I'm working on developing a manifest daily planner. I'm really excited about it. I probably mentioned it a few times to y'all. Um, you'll hear me talk about it more and more as it actually comes to fruition. I'm super excited about this. I'm excited about this because for a while, I tried not to get excited about this. Y'all know, well, maybe don't know. I don't know. You might be new here. I have created different products. I've launched different things over the years and not everything has stuck around. The only thing that's really stuck around for years and years and years is this show, is the existence of the show, is me talking. And that's because I can't, you know, get rid of myself. <laughs> so this show is going to continue to exist, right? But when I thought of the planner, I was like, I don't know if I want to do this because I don't know if I can commit to this. I don't know if I'm going to keep being excited about this. I don't know if I'm going to make it and spend all this money on it and then decide I don't want to do it anymore. But I've decided that it's better to take a chance and better to try it and decide once I'm in it than to write it off because I'm afraid of the possibility that I might start it and try it and do it and not like it. The Manifest Daily Planner is coming. I think we're looking at an end of year, hopefully. It depends on if I'm able to get the money for the planners to be printed by the end of the year. That would be my ideal goal is to uh, be able to save up that money before the summer so I can put everything into printing and get that um, all set and shipped here to Dallas and be ready to sell it by the end of the year. If not, it will be early 2024. It's in the design phase right now. If you ordered any version of my digital manifest daily, my uh, manifesting gold digger planner, I'm planning to give everyone who 
ordered that planner who bought it in the past. So if you're listening and you ever bought that one, you will get a free version of the digital one. That's what I want to do. And I want to give y'all a, a discount on the physical planner. I have to see how much of a discount I'm thinking maybe 50% on the physical one if you want to get the physical one as well. Um, the reason being is when I designed the Manifesting Gold Digger Planner, I think the idea was always solid. The execution definitely wasn't. And when I say that, I say that knowing I hold myself to a high standard. So the execution was probably pretty good to some, but knowing myself and knowing what I'm capable of, I think the execution could have been better. And that's probably because I'm looking at it from the lens of being someone who has grown so much, who has developed the brand way more since. So I'm working with my designer, Whitney, to develop the planner. We are making it way more in-depth. Um, there's going to be way more to the actual manifestation piece of the planner. It's going to have weekly, daily, monthly spreads, reflection sections, journal prompts and questions, affirmations. I asked y'all over on Instagram, I've been asking for years what you want. Everything that everyone has requested will be in this planner. And I'm really excited about it. I think that, you know, it's not a revolutionary product, but when we think about the world and when people are constantly like, oh, I don't want to make this because this is, you know, this is an oversaturated market or whatever. Everything is fucking oversaturated. Every, everything exists. <laughs> if you want to make skincare, if you want to make clothes, if you want to do a cleaning business, if you want to do it, everything exists. So if you are the type of person who is going to let the existence of other businesses or ideas like yours stop you from doing what you want to do, you was never meant to do it. I'm going to just be real. Don't let that shit stop you because everything already exists. It doesn't matter. You and your vision for what you want it to be is what makes it unique. That's what makes it unique. So this planner, there are a bunch of planners that exist. Oh, I know that. I don't care. I'm making the planner. Y'all buy the planner if you want. You could not buy the planner if you want. I don't, I mean, I do care. <laughs> I do care, but that's my plan. So we're working on this. Um, still very, very, very much in the early design phases. I will give y'all updates as I have them. And I'm super excited because like I said, this is the first time this will exist in a physical form, but I'm also working with Whitney to make sure that it exists in a digital form as well. So that if you're someone that uses your iPad for planning instead of a physical planner, you can do that I just really I've tried the iPad for planning it's cool but I love a good physical planner and so that's when I was just like I'm gonna bite the bullet financially and do this in a physical form if it flops then I will be able to say that I don't wait I'll I will what am I trying to say I'll be able to say that I don't have the regret of never trying to make it physical but I hope that y'all actually purchase it and support because I think it'll be a really great product. I, I honestly think what I've seen from the design so far, like literally just the first like 10 pages looks amazing. So it's going to be good stuff. So keep an eye out. I'm going to have everything on my website. And if you follow along on Instagram, I'll have updates here as well or here. Well, here on the podcast and on Instagram as well. So I hope this episode was helpful. I don't know. I don't know. I I. The thing that I really just want to drive home was that I, I don't really have much balance. The idea of balance when you're juggling so many different things, I think it you really start to lose the meaning of, or you really start to redefine, I should say. You start to redefine balance and it stops being a thing of, oh, you know, everything is going well in all areas of my life. And you start to recognize that there are peak seasons, high and low seasons for every section and everything in your life. And you respect them as such. So I do hope this episode helped. If y'all have any questions about like the marketing stuff, if you are a student and you are wanting to study marketing or anything like that, or you want to go into a marketing role and you have questions, feel free to message me. I think sometimes I, I don't really um, look at my Instagram DMs that much these days. So if you contact me through my website, I think that's probably a better way because I actually get those directly to my email and I also have the listener topic suggestion on my website as well themanifestdaily.com if you want to go on there and send in submit a topic for a upcoming podcast episode that'd be great as well but I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening to me for being here I appreciate you so 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 much I really like I said I just enjoy <laughs> making podcasts and I think that you know things are changing a lot within this industry but one thing I really want to do in everything that I do is just stay true to myself and do what truly feels aligned. I think 
you know, there's a lot of pressure in every, every section of our life for us to do something, but asking ourselves, is it really what I want to do? Is it really what feels aligned to me? I think is going to be incredibly important as we all move forward. So thank you so much for being here. One last thing I want to leave y'all off with is that we are still, um, we're still booking for the Bali trip 2024, May 2024. If you are interested in Bali, if you have any questions about it, just again, contact me on the website, join Geneva. We have a Bali group in there, but you can also ask other people questions in there who are going on the trip. I believe everyone that's going on the trip so far is in the Geneva group. So if you have questions about it, you can ask them. Um, if you're nervous about traveling by yourself, um, there might be someone in your city who's flying out from your city that you can travel with and yeah so appreciate y'all so so much i will chat with you in the very 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 next episode i don't know why i said very so much i'll chat with you all in the very next episode have a beautiful rest of my day rest of my day <laughs> it's time for me to go i'm tripping over my words but have a beautiful rest of your day my loves and yeah bye What if I told you that in 2024, you were gonna travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest visit, a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works, because that's just a of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com slash events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali having a versatile high quality piece of clothing feels great but having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0.